Welcome to the Daily Treasure Podcast produced by Mark Inc. Ministries. I'm Sharon Betters, and it is such a privilege to offer to you some of the help and hope that God gave to me and continues to give to me as I continue to walk the pathway without our son, Mark. Mark was in a fatal car accident when he was 16 years old, and because of that, I really understand the need to plan for the holidays because, frankly, I would have liked to have jumped over them uh, starting with November 1st to mid-January. And so we are taking a break in our Journey to Christmas with the Midwives of the Messiah devotionals. We'll start them back up tomorrow. But we're taking this break to try to help equip and enable those who are grieving to uh, be prepared for the holidays and to also equip those who love them to know how to come alongside of them. Today's devotional is called The Treasures of Holiday Presents, and today's treasure is from Matthew 28:20. Jesus said, I am with you always to the very end of the age. As we wrap up this week of devotions, let's circle back to the bedrock promise of God, the one he gave Abraham. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your very great reward, as we read in Genesis 15:1. And let's remember this promise belongs to us if we are his children, as we read in Galatians 3.29. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. On Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, our Christmas, our first Christmas without Mark, I wrote in my journal, Well, Lord, here I am, Christmas Eve, running until I drop, trying not to think, but I feel this might be the most important Christmas of my life, Mark's first Christmas in heaven, our first Christmas without our child. We felt loved by the friends who prepared and served the Christmas Eve buffet in our home before the communion service. In his Christmas Eve message, Chuck shared with the congregation the scriptures from Isaiah that were so comforting to us. By the time we sang a holy night at the end of the service, we were emotionally spent and drew strength from the hugs and tears of friends. By Christmas morning, we needed private family time. Instead of joining extended family for the traditional noisy celebration at the homes of our parents, we stayed at our house. Phone calls from family members meant so much as we tried to honor Christ and grieve for Mark at the same time. On Christmas Day, I slipped away to spend time alone in our bedroom, reading the Christmas story, meditating especially on Mary and the conflicting emotions she must have experienced from the moment the angel told her about the coming Messiah. I wondered, was she lonely, afraid, confused? What emotions swirled around her soul when she gave birth to Jesus? Mary's song, recorded in Luke 1, 46-55, acknowledged her own need of a Savior and her absolute trust that God keeps His promises from generation to generation. I wondered if she sang this song as a sacrifice of praise choosing to believe the promises of God in the context of unbelievable circumstances. I followed the thread of her story to the foot of the cross and wept as I married my longing for Mark to her anguish as she watched the brutalization of her beloved son. Did she wonder where God was? As if to answer my questions, God drew me back to the scriptures from Isaiah, where he repeatedly promised to never leave me alone, to guide me in the darkness, to never forget me. To always be with me. I remembered Isaiah prophesied the virgin birth of Jesus and proclaimed he would be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. 
the Gospel of Matthew places this prophecy in the middle of the Christmas narrative in Matthew 1.23. And do you know how Matthew ends his Gospel? By his resurrection, Jesus has proven himself a victor over death. He's about to ascend to the right hand of his Father in heaven, and he promises his disciples and his followers for generations to come. He is not really leaving them. Consider Jesus' last words, Surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age. Jesus, friends, through his Spirit, is here, with us, with you, with me, even now, especially now, in the season that celebrates his birth. And those were some of the thoughts that I shared in my book, Treasures in Darkness, about our first Christmas. Friends, as you journey to Christmas shrouded by grief, remember the promise of God's presence. Each day, set aside time to soak in His Word, and when you feel alone and perhaps abandoned by your Father, read passages designed to help remind you of His promise to never leave you. And with your mind, make a choice. Remind your heart, our God cannot lie. In Isaiah 49, verses 13 through 18, a really good place to camp out, We read, Shout for joy, O heavens! Rejoice, O earth! Burst into song, O mountains! For the Lord comforts His people and will have compassion on His afflicted ones. But Zion said, and Sharon said, The Lord has forsaken me. The Lord has forgotten me. And God says, Can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will not forget you. See, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are ever before me. Your sons hasten back, and those who lay you waste depart from me. Friends, what lays you to waste? Grief, sorrow, depression, death, loss. All of that will depart from you. Lift up your eyes and look around. All your sons gather and come to you, as surely as I live, declares the Lord. You will wear them all as ornaments. You will put them on like a bride. Friends, here is a grief relief tip for the morning. At first, I didn't want to hear any Christmas carols, but then I began to listen carefully to the words. I grabbed onto the ones proclaiming the thrill of hope that weary souls experience with the entrance of the baby Jesus into a broken and shattered world. I suggest you start with O Holy Night, Especially take note of the second half of the second verse. The King of Kings lay thus in lowly manger, in all our trials born to be our friend. Tell the King born in a manger who came to be your friend. Tell him your greatest need. Trust him to keep the promise of his presence. He will never forsake his children and trust that his presence is enough. And for you who are coming alongside a grieving friend, Sometimes God keeps His promises through the lives of other believers. Offer to go with your friend to holiday events she doesn't want to avoid, but is uncertain she can handle the holiday glitz and be prepared to leave if necessary. A resource I want to recommend to you is a series that Chuck preached right after Mark died, and it's called Surprised by Suffering. You can listen to these, take them along with you by going to helpandhopenow.org, look under sermons, and look for Surprised by Suffering. 
Father, may your word and even the words of Christmas carols remind us of John's declaration in John chapter 1, verse 5, the light entered the darkness and the darkness cannot overcome it. Thank you, Jesus, for conquering death and lighting the way when darkness wants to reign. Thank you for the hope of comfort and healing through your presence, the greatest present of all. Friends, thanks so much for joining us for this special series on Christmas Grief Relief. Tomorrow, we will pick up our uh, series, Journey to Christmas with the Midwives of the Messiah. And it's our prayer that as you listen to God's Word, that you will feel comforted and encouraged and enabled and equipped to walk by faith wherever He has placed you. I'm Sharon Betters. Thanks so much for joining us, and I look forward to being with you tomorrow.